0: Hey guys, it's Bacon Everyday, and this is Zach. And I'm Adam. This week we talk about a lot of movies, we talk about Moon, Source Code, High Noon, you know, the current depressing state of Hollywood.
1: But, yeah, how they are plagiarizing each other, and not just like year upon year, but Simultaneously.
0: We also talk about how to spruce up your Super Bowl recipes for the new, new, new games and to impress your
1: friends. How to make some really good nachos.
0: We also talk about how the fog affects us in our bones. And I, I mean, we're not old people. Um, I Yeah, I don't think that,
1: that came up, Zach. And also, we talk a little bit about Asian eyelids. Things you can't unlearn. Mm-hmm. Here on Bacon mm-hmm. Every Day. Thank you.
0: this is the next segment. Boop. Spot. I didn't know you were Spartacus.
1: I am many things Psst, Adam, to many people. What? We're recording now. Are we? Are we really, Zach?
0: Uh, yes. Yes, we are. Mm.
1: Well, isn't that interesting?
0: Not really. I mean, it's not yet, definitely. That's what I'm saying here.
1: So we talk into this device, and my voice is propelled through the airway. <laughs> <laughs> who am
0: I talking to?
1: I don't know he kind of freaks me out Let's are talking, are we, oh, am
0: I talking to Adam from the 1800s? <laughs> All right, no, no, what na- is this device? what is
1: this device you have put in front of me? does it involve wax cylinders? Mm, I don't know, this guy sounds familiar I lost him, I don't know where he went but oh, for okay. a second, he sounded like someone else. <laughs>
0: I thought it was going to be a Sean Connery.
1: No, you do better Sean <laughs> Connery than I like do. That. I haven't practiced in a while, and hence the, mm, <laughs> Just every podcast. the dubious nature of that. I was one. noticing that, that I think you've done Sean Connery in at least two different podcasts. Well, at that's, least. well that's possible. but uh, it's, it's your go-to guy.
0: I also feel like we allude to it more often than I actually do it.
1: It's possible. Is <laughs> there are a lot of things we allude to.
0: Mumble, grumble. Adam, we should probably get to it.
1: I should also... Yes.
0: Adam, Is it? do we need to have a potty break? Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, I had Chinese, and it's a good thing they can't smell my breath. It that. smells like duck sauce. Duck sauce? Just what kidding. Is, what is duck sauce? I don't know. Is but it actually made from ducks? I don't think so. Because I I didn't think that I didn't not like it. Like, it's been a while since I had it. Erica tried it the other day. She's like, hey, what's duck sauce? Like, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I had it before because I remember tasting it, but I don't remember what it tasted like. That was the problem. To which Erica has many... Overly exaggerated gags and hacking noises from the kitchen ah, saying how ah, she hates ah, me. Ah, and how could I possibly ah, think that that was... Like, why would I lie to her? It's so terribly. I was like, wow, okay. So no to the duck sauce, I guess. That's cool.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is that it, it's plausible that it could be made from duck because yeah, ducks. Because
1: ducks... just boil duck down.
0: Tastes good. And they have a layer of fat mm-hmm. on their breasts, which... Is really good. That's like if you're gonna eat a duck, you eat the breast, as opposed to a chicken, where you know if you you eat the wing, you breasts, can eat the, wing, the you thighs, can eat leg. The wings, the, the I legs. like chicken legs. But ducks, generally, you just eat the breast because it's got like this delicious fat on it. Mm-hmm. And when you cook it, it's like it's like essentially putting like a stick of butter on the one side of the chicken of the duck breast.
1: And as we said many times before, Zach likes his butter.
0: It it's It bastes. That's a tough word. It bastes. Itself, Itself. right? I knew where you were going with that, but um, so it's possible, but I do doubt that it is actually made from duck, just because a lot of the sauces are not. Especially, you can't. I mean, it's probably not an authentic Chinese sauce as well. It might be Americanized. Yeah. So, so there's that, and we're not experts, so please don't um sue us if you're a Chinese man. I don't know why you you make. I don't know why you can
1: sue us. I mean.
0: Defam def- defamatory. Def- wait, how does that word? Defaming, know. slandering at least. Slander, slander, and do not slander your neighbor, especially if he is a forty-year-old Chinese man who makes delicious duck sauce. Duck sauce. Mm, duck sauce. Sorry, sir. Well, just Adam, we're alone here. Why are you looking off in the distance?
1: Uh, I saw a reflection of myself. <laughs>
0: You're like a cat or something.
1: Hey, what? oh, I look good. Oh, so
0: you're more like, not only really like a cat, you're like Bradley Cooper.
1: Guys, I can't move. You're going to have to move me. <laughs> <laughs> it on an episode of Red Dwarf uh, where course, the cat evolves into like a human state, but he gets stuck in front of mirrors. Like They have say, to run away.
0: Isn't that the premise of that show? I mean, okay, the whole- The whole
1: premise revolves around the cat No, kind. but I, don't I mean like, so.
0: it's part of the premise that right. there are all these people stuck on- Red Dwarf,
1: the the ship? The ship. Is that what it's called? It's been a while, And but it is a red ship, so I'm going to imagine. The most
0: inflammatory thing about it is that a cat evolves and becomes a very zany... Egocentric person. Yes. Yes. creepy. I find it creepy. I think it's funny. I am not a watcher of the Red Dwarf. I barely. But I have seen it. Partake. You partake. And thus, Adam broke the bread drank the wine, and imbibed of the red dwarf sauce. That's right. We should get started! I mean, this is... I did it again. I this mean, was
1: supposed to be the intro. I was gonna, so like, mine much it to exposition. you.
0: exposition. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just these pop filters are all up in my... All my face, I can't see you. Adam, did you just...
1: I didn't do it. It was like that. That's why I moved it because it was touching all of my audio equipment. Broke Zach's Breaking stuff. I didn't break it though. It broke itself. That's why I moved it. I'm going to have to get like a quarter jar or something for Mm. all the swears. Every time I swears. Every
0: time Adam breaks something that's part of my equipment. (laughs) On the show. Yep. (laughs) Day is a special day, Adam. Did
1: you know that? Yes, it's commercial Sunday. I know. Woo! Oh yeah. Where crazy. The, where those guys get dressed up in their costumes and they throw the little pigskin around. And My they cuddle. Favorite. I I, I mean, want the huddle. I want huddle. the
0: white and blues to win. The, the white, white and, and blues. The blues. Aren't
1: they both white and blue?
0: Yeah, well no, they're the blues and whites. Okay. And for those <laughs> of
1: you that are the for those of you that are listening to this years later. It is indeed the Patriots and the New York Giants duking it out together. The New England Patriots yeah. and the New York Giants. That's right. There's a lot of new things going on, but it's actually a very old game. It's the new world, Adam. New world, old game. New York. New England. New Hampshire. New Amsterdam. New Mexico. New Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't think I was going to make it there.
0: <laughs> I can't think of Zach laughed
1: because, yeah, he couldn't think of it anymore. <laughs> I knew I won.
0: But no, today is Super Bowl Sunday! It is!
1: And most men are like, yes, football and nachos. And I'm like, yes, football and nachos, but most importantly, the Avengers commercial.
0: Digression, did you know that actually the best way to make nachos is to bake them?
1: I would agree with this.
0: You and it's also important when making nachos. When you're, you know, you you put the nachos on the platter.
1: You put the nachos in. Then you take. Put the, the nachos, nachos out.
0: You put the nachos in. And then and you, you bust them. them all about. You bust them on the plate. <laughs> and, and everyone is very sad because there's cheese and everywhere. guacamole everywhere. no Guacamole. You know, you put then you put the shredded cheese on. You let it bake. It's nice, but it's also important. To shred your own cheese, mm. and this isn't one of those. I'm a hipster. I only drink my own beer. I grow it in my garden. Shave my own that's cheese. How I understand how beer works, according <laughs> to my vague knowledge of the subject.
1: Says the guy with the uh, pop filter and a bow tie.
0: Not those, you look like a man who no, grows Adam, his own beer. Adam, that just makes me like a public radio personality. Oh, okay, that makes me like a guy who is on NPR.
1: <laughs> Talk about the issues.
0: <laughs> that makes me less
1: yell at all the people who call in. <laughs> talk about my issues, I mean the world's issues.
0: But no, if it's important to shred your own cheese because the shredded cheese that comes in a package, they actually cover it in a thin layer, like they spread of in
1: anti-bake cornstarch. Oh, anti-bake,
0: <laughs> and the cornstarch is it's. Made so that the cheese doesn't stick to itself in the, in the package. Go. Otherwise, it get gross and melty. As we all know, if you leave cheese out, you know it kind of gets that oily stuff mm-hmm, and if it gets mm-hmm. warm. This prevents that. However, the starch also prevents it when it melts from like compi- combining for the same reason. Uh, okay. And so you kind of get weird, you know, if you melt it and you can still see the little. You can still see the, the little
1: Anti, baking. Yeah. <laughs> corn Cornstarch is
0: throwing that term around. Ah uh, yes. Anti baking. Anti baking. Put up the anti-baking shields. But um, so yeah, it's important to do that, and also the baking just makes it. Um, because if you microwave them, kind of makes. I mean, generally it's fine, but it can make the uh...
1: nachos is kind of the go-to food because you can microwave it. Zach.
0: Well, I know, but I'm saying that, especially for Super Bowl. You know, mm-hmm. you you can only do like one plate in the microwave.
1: Pop that in the microwave.
0: And if you try Bing. and if you try to do like a whole bag of chips. It's a messy stack, and it's not gonna get done. I so suppose, I suppose. you got a
1: lot of people coming
0: over. You put a di- baking them sheet nachos. up there, and also it's a good idea. What you do is you put it in maybe, maybe instead of a baking sheet, you do like a casserole dish or something. Right, right. Layer the chips and the cheese and all the different toppings. Right, right. And then you've got like big chunks and stacks of nachos, faux show, sure. which are hopefully dripping with delicious cheese. Yeah. And probably not. Cheese, mysterious cheese sauce mixture, yep, which may or not be actual cheese, may or may not.
1: Questionable.
0: I mean, a lot of times you can make some good cheese sauce, but I don't like it when they just mix the Velveeta with some random thing. Some kind of gross
1: random thing. But we'll
0: get into uh, Super Bowl snacks a little bit later, even though we've already done it here. Okay. Boop, boop, boop reverse digression today is Super Bowl Sunday
1: well actually it's a little bit we're recording this before Super Bowl this is a pre-game show
0: yeah pre-game show where we'll be talking about nothing that has to do with the Super. well that's not I don't know. it'll you probably it, you pop want, up every you know, once in a while it'll pop up like these pop filters oh, if the pop filters wait. don't block them yeah I was gonna say we might have to switch the settings on these pop filters pop ups are allowed click <laughs>
1: Always allow pop-ups from bacon every day. Just saying.
0: <laughs> it's also awkwardly warm today. Not enjoying that.
1: <sighs> Zach, that's because you're wearing like two shirts.
0: Well, No, I'm not saying like... I'm now a-
1: for the casual flannel-wearing man who keeps the top three buttons undone. No It's no a undershirt. beautiful day. No undershirt. No undershirt. <laughs> I love that breeze <laughs> on my manly... Uh, okay, we're. Anyway. Pecs, really. I Pecs, guess. yeah. But it's actually. I was Globular just, abdomen. As we all know, <laughs> I hate snow. It's February. It's my birthday month. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, guess, guess what? I'm going to be older probably before we do the next podcast. Oh, and then we'll have have some like, sort of celebration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, oh. you know what? Usually my stance on birthdays is like. I don't care. In fact, I didn't know how old I was until my friend told me yesterday. They're like, hey, your so-and-so birthday is coming up. I'm like, I'm how old? I like how you had to censor yourself even then. I'm not. Do you even remember how old you're going to be?
0: Y- yes. <laughs> Maybe. Adam, I'm pretty sure you're going to be 24. 24? I think you're going to okay. be 24, Adam. Yeah. Well, mean-
1: actually, we learned something cool that me, my friend Ashley, and then a lady we know named Colleen. We all have the same birthday. Adam
0: gesturing with his fingers, counting them off. One, two, three. <laughs> bing,
1: bing, boom. Spring, spring, sprung. Um, yeah, but anyway, so my birthday is coming up. It's February 9th if anyone wants to send me stuff. <clears throat> Maybe cookies. Hey, this podcast should get out before February 9th. I can, I'll try to swing <laughs> that. I'll try and swing <laughs> that. It won't happen. <laughs> That's my birthday wish. Anyway, because it's my birthday and I, ugh, I hate winter. I'm totally okay with it being like oh. this. Although, it has brought a whole mess of fog into yeah. the land.
0: Last week, there was a much of fog. It was
1: like pea soup, but gray and not green and steam and not peas. To be fair, it smelled better. It did smell better than pea soup. Pea swoop is just... Pea swoop? Pea swoop is gross.
0: Pea swoop is thing. Also, pea soup is gross. I mean, the whole... I mean split pea soup. I know. Let's crush the peas <laughs> so that all the green goop comes out yeah, yeah. and it turned into some sort of Baby food. Weird, yeah, baby food with mm. like hunks of ham floating in it. It's like, who it's a wants good time. to eat that? It's not...
1: Zach's a pea hater.
0: I don't like peas. I mean, okay, I do like peas a little bit, but not in a form where they're all stinky. <laughs> But anyways, no, it was very <laughs> foggy. In fact, I yeah. was having problems driving around on, what, Thursday night when it happened?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Even in, the like, the city, which normally it's like as you get out of the country into the city, yeah, kinda it kind of lightens up because of the it buildings. Up yeah, but no, it was dispersed. still really dense. Like, like normally though it gets a little foggy and the and the street light, lights get a little, that halo going around them. Mm-hmm. Like some sort of creepy mechanical. But angel. no, this was
1: like you can see one car and that's it.
0: Yeah, it was Infinity. like, oh my goodness, there's a fleet of cars coming. Oh, wait, those are just the streetlights. Yeah. They're just creepy. I was kind of hoping for some of that, uh, what's that called? The, the pirates. Fog. The pirates, they see the green the green lights. Uh, yeah. the uh, Will-O-The-Wisp, uh, is that Yeah, Will-O-The-Wisps.
1: Yeah. Will-O-The-Wisps.
0: I was afraid that I was in Skyrim and I was getting attacked by Will-O-The-Wisps and stuff like that.
1: So. Also, that new uh, Pixar movie that's coming out has to do with Will-O-The-Wisps. Brave?
0: Brave brave about brave. a
1: little scottish brave girl, girl. yeah she's uh, brave i'd imagine she is brave she's redheaded or maybe she's not brave and she needs to be brave she has bow and arrow there's a giant bear it it's behind the... me no oh <laughs> <laughs> you whispered it as if it, that was the case i whispered it like it's a secret oh because i like bears <laughs> bears are my thing they no. are pretty cool yeah i see a little uh Grizzly bear. Statue esque thing. Yeah, What is that t-
0: called? A small statue? What is that? A statuette.
1: Statuette. Although it doesn't you sound know, as manly.
0: If it's tiny, you just go et eh, on the end.
1: Although it's since it's wood, I think you can call it a carving. Yeah, you could. Sculpture. I'm gonna call it a statuette though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so nice. it was really foggy and it was kind of weird, and I was actually most of the time I feel pretty confident when I'm driving, but that night I was like, I could die.
1: Mm-hmm. I've done that like nearly Three times in my life. That's yeah,
0: surprising because it looks like Adam's alive, but really, a couple of times he's died before. The fog, it came for him and such. It came for everyone. And no, we're not saying the fog was as crazy as San Francisco. Not that anyone's listening from San Francisco, but on the on the, <laughs> the one in a million chance that you are, we're not trying to we're not we're not trying to do some sort of. City challenge here. We're not trying to bump chests. And we all know that's you. more
1: smog than anything, so
0: Yeah, well it's supposedly it's like it like the wind too, it, like the fog chasing you down the street, that kind of a thing. Hmm. So, like a wisp. Yes. But not like a will o' the wisp. His name is Bob, not Will. Oh, okay. It's getting Isn't kinda that, warm in here, warm. gotta
1: take off my Wookiee slippers. <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> that seems like that's what it is, right?
1: Sure. Will O the Wisp. Will of the Wisp. Will O the Wisp.
2: Yeah. I whip my hair back and
1: forth. I whip my hair. Not, not, <laughs> not that Willow. Willow Wisp. Willow Smith. Not, not
0: the happening. Willow who. No, it's Jada.
1: No, yeah.
0: Who's the small kid? Willow. And he wait—is no. that Willow?
1: Willow. uh oh, I'm getting time time bandits and yeah. Willow confused. Yeah, they both have to do with little people in a big yeah. world.
0: Little people, and Willow is one of the little people, right? He's the main. Yes. Person, and then Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. He has <laughs> to swing around a broadsword and boom,
1: do his really cheesy smile and be a neer do well. Yep. Because that's you our and those apostrophes, day. Adam. Like You're just throwing those everywhere. I love me ellipses those and apostrophes. Are, those are
0: dangerous. You gotta warn people about those. You're just checking those out left and
1: right. Y'all don't need to know when I use my <laughs> apostrophes. Adam, those okay. are like
0: grammatical ninja stars. I'd be
1: straight tripping. Gotta watch out for that uh,
0: collateral damage. They'll do you in. You could be knocking, you know, all sorts of prepositions out of the way. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm,
0: I'm done with that metaphor. Okay, me put that one back in the back in my pocket. Let it rest for a bit, son. Coming back to Super Bowl, it is Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba- Super Bowl Sunday, and it's really warm. It's awkwardly warm. Oh no, no, it, we're not stepping back that far. <laughs> the reason, I'm la- the Sorry, reason no. that I'm lamenting that the snow gone is okay. because it's supposed to snow on Tuesday.
1: Mm, it's yeah. supposed to
0: like, it's going to melt and then just come back. Yeah. Which seems like it's a more of a hassle.
1: Sometimes, but I feel but like. But I guess we
0: are, we have, no. see, it normally would be, but I guess we've reached the point where there is no
1: snow yeah. at and, all. And so it actually, I like it more because it doesn't stick as much. Cause it doesn't have anything to build off of. You don't have that annoying. layering effect. Yeah. It's like the snow has to work really hard to stay on my <laughs> driveway. And yeah, I'm like, true. well, I could shovel it now or wait an hour and it'll and all And even be though it's Super Bowl
0: Sunday, we, we don't want a seven layer salad dip. Seven. Wait, I just named two things. We don't want a seven layer bean dip on our roads. That's gross.
1: It's true. I want it in my mouth on those Let's Keep baked those seven nachos. layers
0: in the house.
1: In the house on that baked nacho. Yeah, exactly. Right. That the nacho that is the world
0: I'm not following this metaphor
1: uh, uh, no I don't think so okay and does your seven layers include jelly bean or gummy bears no I was thinking oh. a different seven
0: layer oh, I was okay. thinking more along the lines of bean the bean.
1: traditional one instead of that one that's like on how I met your mother well it has to do with like a, a 12 gallons of mayonnaise and that just bears. reminds
0: me more of uh, what's that called it's like a little brownie dessert with gummy worms in it and it's like something Oh, dirt. yeah. Dirt. bucket
1: of mud or dirt or what have you. You okay. grind up the Oreos. I know
0: there. that clearly we're talking way too much about food and maybe it's in anticipation of <laughs> the junk food we're about to <laughs> eat. <laughs> but I never understood that. Did you ever understand that? The dirt? appeal of that bucket of mud or
1: what? Zach, I'm not going to lie to you. The last restaurant I went to, I asked if I could order off the kids menu so that I could get that specific dessert so I guess the waitress told me yeah sure and I told her she was my favorite person of the day No, oh, that's good I literally told her that too she said no, mm-hmm. thank you but I'm sure she got that all the time when she lets guys eat buckets of mud <laughs> it just makes it sound
0: now like I sh- know what it sounds like and I like stand fending by it off the advances of young men back <laughs> off I'll hit you with this bucket of mud hey
1: girl hey can I get your number yeah eat this pail of mud and worms first oh it's worth it girl <laughs> I will eat
0: these worms for you. So long as it's not Stan from the Midwest. <laughs> I don't even remember what voice you're using, but we don't have to bring that. <laughs> I was
1: I was trying to dig through the caverns of my brain. To Hello! Decide, I'm not saying my brain Hello. is empty and cavernous. I'm just saying that there's many... <gasps> we should explore my brain later. Oh, yeah, we can do that. We should, That's... We're going to do that. No we are going to, yourself. we're going to make a device, go into my head and see what's in there. Mm-hmm. It'll be your like, discretion is advised.
0: <laughs> it'll be like, um, the fantastic journey. Is that what it's called? <laughs> it's an old sci-fi yeah, story no, no, and no, they made no, no. into a movie. Go and into they, a like, submarine. <laughs> yeah. They're going <laughs> to save the scientists. They go down a the submarine. They shrink the submarine, inject
1: it into the dude. It's in like every cartoon in one episode. Yeah. Like the the, into the body episode. Like the magic school bus, magic school bus, Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, uh, Invader
1: Zim, Dexter's Laboratory,
0: and probably Family Guy, even.
1: I would imagine Family Guy's probably <laughs> tried it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Bodily functions. Oh man, that's right up there. Oh man, man, man,
1: we haven't we haven't touched that one today. <laughs> uh, no. Never mind. That's uh, that's every joke we've used. <laughs> but anyway.
0: um, yeah, it's a good story. It's an old one, and uh, not. It might be like that, but probably going to stick in his brain.
1: Yeah. I don't think we're going to use a submarine. I think we're going to use a laser. Not really <sighs>
0: wanting, I don't want to get attacked by antibodies. Uh,
1: I'm going to go get my sonic screwdriver. Okay, let's do this. We'll
0: be back with more bacon every day after this short break and an infomercial about how you can buy some shiny things.
2: I got the vim and the vigor. got the glee in me. I got the
0: Hey, we're back. We settled, settled our differences. Rar. I don't know if we actually had differences we to settle.
1: Were we in a fight again? I don't think so. Mm, I think I would have remembered a Mortal Kombat experience. I think this
0: segment came a little bit later than our last segment. What? what? The, no, this segment.
1: This segment, right here, this where is, we are in time, Yeah, right this, now. This is after the Super Bowl. Very true. Yeah, we went and Super Bowled it up, and then we came back.
0: Super Bowl!
1: So if we mentioned a device in which we travel through things in my brain, we didn't get that done. We went to the Super Bowl instead.
0: Yeah. It was very – no, there wasn't that much soup. I was
1: surprised. No, it was not a soup. There were some bowls, but yeah. it was um, mm-hmm. a team one. There was a ball <laughs> thrown around. There were cheers. There were cheers and Possibly. and tears. Some clapping and some tears. It was good clapping though. It was and fun. slapping. I, I don't know if I can keep the rhyming thing up, so we should no, probably that, just that's not, fine. Not drop it. Um, I have something to talk to you about, Adam. Do you? Yeah. Do you? I do. Mm. Oh, but should we tell them what we did with the machine so far, though? Oh.
0: Uh.
1: Yeah. Sure. Oh, we can. I I didn't know if we were gonna we were gonna release that footage yet. It's not footage. Is it foot? No. Is it foot? It's not footage. Well, it's not on. It's not on tape. So release that audio. Yeah. Is that what it is? Just audio clip. maybe. No. Release that clip. Well, it's not the whole clip. Maybe it's just a teaser. Go on. Oh. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, the only thing we were able to do is build a time machine, which, although sounds impressive for our skill set, not where we're going. So it's back to the drawing board. I'm thinking I'm going to use a Furby to artificially intelligize the device. And so, yeah, basically, the machine is making this noise when it should be making. No. Yeah, see, we still don't have it. So, (laughs) um, all it does is sent Zach back in time, which was interesting because he went back in time and talked to Katie. But... The only flaw I found with it is... I it, don't think... No? Should we explain who Katie is at all? I think she showed a... We mentioned Katie before. Oh, Katie's yeah. my, my girlfriend. Oh. I mean, well, I'm just saying for she w- someone... She who was really in the really one... Po- maybe she was, she was in the first episode. Oh, yeah. I'm talking just, about the gyros. I'm just not assuming that whoever's oh. listening now... Listened to our first podcast? Yeah, I mean, maybe that's a false Because maybe assumption. they just jumped in on the fifth one and are like... Possibly. Nah, I could care less about everything else. Possibly an erroneous <laughs> assumption, but... Yeah. I, uh, okay. Katie's my girlfriend. Sag... My friend goes back in time. However, the problem with that is that it also aged him to age six. So it's like difficult. two six-year-olds talking to each other. Yeah. Time is yeah. hard. Time is time travel is messy. It mm-hmm. is all you need to know about time travel. timey wimy wibbly-wobbly ball of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what's happening with that. We'll be working on it, and we will get Zach in my head. It's... It's a work in progress. Yep. So anyway, what did you, I, want to, you want to talk to me about, Zach?
0: I wanted to talk to you about something that I recently learned about. Okay. And it pertains to my race or my, my lookings. Your Hispanic uh, background? No. Oh. No, I am half Asian. I'm half South Korean. Really?
1: I'd never known that. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, wait, I did. Yeah, you did know yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Oh. <sighs> Sorry, audience. <laughs> As you can obviously
1: tell from my voice. Yeah. But I don't I sound completely white because I I grew up in America and, and for for stuff. the record right now he is wearing a sweater and a bow tie. So Yeah. I don't know. Well, actually that, that can go either way. Yeah, it could.
0: But the point being that right down the line, sir. One thing is that I've been no- like I've noticed is like Oh, that I learned about recently, is something called double eyelids. Okay. Which is not
1: the same thing as As, like, as the beavers, right? Where they, yeah. they blink once and blink twice. Yeah. Or in Men in Black, where it's yeah. like, did, he had two sets of eyelids, as in blinked one, then blinked the other set. Not yeah. he blinked twice. Not
0: like an alien thing. No. No. Double eyelids are a thing that um, most Western um, races have them, and I think most African races, things like that as mm-hmm. well. But um, basically, it's if you notice your eye when you close it, there's a little crease right on the on the front of that eyelid, and when you open up your eyes, your eye kind of folds on itself so yep. that it can open up. Yep, it goes in under, and this is called the double eyelid because it's instead of just one, there's actually that crease, so it kind of folds on itself and creates what it looks kind of like two eyelids, which you can't really see because they fold underneath each other. But right. the reason it's called a double eyelid is because there is such a
1: thing as a single eyelid. So uh, this may be a little confusing because we're using a lot of hand gestures to explain. <laughs> wild <this>. movements, wild <laughs> movements. So maybe maybe you want to just want to grab a friend and or have them blink or just poke someone in the eye and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to witness double eyelid unless they're Asian. In which case, if they're Asian descent, which nothing against that. I'm not saying you're inferior because you only have one eyelid <laughs> instead of double eyelids. But wh- what happens then, Zach? What happens then?
0: No, it just they only have they don't have that crease, and so when they open their eyes. Their the top and bottoms of their eyelid don't open quite as far which is which is what gives them that slanty eye look right that, what the typical like Asian slanty eye look that yeah. you know people make one of them you know ting ching chung in the yeah in the yeah anyways it was so that night. was really interesting and also um and so and I don't have that I have double eyelids because my right. father is white and right. so right. Something with the genes. I think it's probably a dominant gene. It's possible, but also people in Asia, who especially in movies, actually get surgery to give themselves double eyelids. Wow. Yeah, and it's sort of this contentious thing because it's like they're like making themselves into like a white something else, like a white person or something like that. Right. But on the other hand, it's also it does like um. It just it does it looks different and. Some people argue that it, no, it just looks better, anyways. Yeah, for other reasons. And, but I just thought it was interesting because I've never heard of that before. Man. I
1: hadn't, I hadn't heard of that either. Yep. And now you know. And if you didn't know that beavers have two sets of eyelids, you do know. That yeah, or? I didn't know that. Yeah, they actually have, and it's like a see-through layer, and that's how they can keep their eyes open underwater. Mm. In fact, there's an episode of Angry Beavers where uh, Daggett and Norbert are having a staring contest, mm-hmm. and Daggett cheats. Oh. Because he blinks his second set, and that wasn't in the rules. So, here you go. We got a little bit of cultural history, a little bit of biology, and me obviously making a cartoon reference because <laughs> that's what I do.
0: Yeah, Adam, I have a question for you, though. Okay, I wasn't prepared.
1: This is going to be this really in-depth episode
0: where we each share something about ourselves okay. and learn something, mm-hmm. making the world a better place possibly depends on the question (laughs) no it's about um it's about school and schooling and adam
1: is going to be a teacher at some point yes i have a very interesting background (laughs) homeschooled but i'm gonna ideally be a public school teacher
0: oh it's like you're betraying Uh, betraying
1: your history or not (laughs) since my mom was a public school teacher Eh, we're ignoring that for time purposes my dad was a public or not my dad but my grandfathers. Oh, get your story straight, Adam. Yeah. Last year, I was 23. This year, I say I'm going to be 24.
0: No, Adam, I want do you, do? you to debunk a myth. All or right. just shed some light no, on the
1: subject. I don't all right. I don't know if I'm you know sorry. this, but most of public schools are uh, part of the government. Oh. So I don't know how much I can divulge mm-hmm. on the public w- waves. i <laughs> say this isn't... It's the <laughs> internet, so I could probably... No, my question
0: is about... Okay, so... Back in the day, when we're all in school, all right, yep, yep, you know, yep, elementary, yep. middle, even high school. Okay, okay, okay You okay. do something bad in school, oh, you like that
1: is going on your permanent record. Yeah,
0: you like you write a bad word, mm-hmm. and the teacher makes you stay behind. Mm-hmm. You do something even worse, maybe you get detention. You do something like you bring like a knife to school or something, or you, you had get a hatchet in your trunk. You get suspended for a couple of days, it's and it goes I to be it goes on your permanent record, mm-hmm. or that's what the kids say. And sometimes the teachers. Some oh, it was in. It's in a lot of movies. That's what's going on your permanent exactly. record. Exactly. But the question is, this or rather, this isn't the same thing as your actual per, or permanent record. You know, the thing that like is your, you know, that shows how many times you've been arrested and how many times you've been pulled over. Not that the, obviously, the kids aren't talking about that permanent record because right. Though the things that you do in school, they're not illegal. They're not. You
1: don't get arrested for them. Well, if you're bringing a knife to school, <laughs> I don't know well, what you no, did Well, no, even
0: it. it's not usually it's not illegal to bring a knife to school. It's just that I guess it's against the rules and, and you get suspended. Right, right. It's not like they're gonna call in the police and have you arrested, unless again, I mean, we're not talking about serious stuff, right? Right. But um, question is, they kind of get pushed together, and I'm wondering what is this permanent record at school, and does
1: it even exist? Yeah, it's a mythical. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's real. It's uh, <laughs> it's not just an empty threat teachers give students so that they focus more. Because, yeah,
0: it's like, what, do they, like, I mean, all the way from elementary school to high school and
1: and then where does that stuff go? Well, actually, is there is, yeah, th- no, there's, there's kind of a permanent record. It travels. That way you can, teachers can look, be like, hmm, I need to keep an eye out for that kid. Some teachers choose not to even look at the permanent record, though or at least the records that the teachers kept from the year before. Mm. So I don't know if it's a permanent, permanent record. Don't really know about all that stuff because I don't get to touch student records in my student teaching experiences. I mm. really. And you probably have to wear some some latex gloves. Latex
0: gloves so they don't see the... Well, I also meant you know so the documents degrade and stuff like that. Right, right. But you that's boring. I'm sorry. Well, that wasn't as exciting as
1: I thought it would be. We'll move on. I, re- I really don't know why you...
0: I don't know, it just seemed like a The
2: Permanent Record.
0: Electricity Electricity. Benjamin Franklin flying his kite searching for electricity electricity. He knew that it had something to do with with a light, they call it electricity electricity. I recently saw on Hmm. the internet Okay. It is an animated GIF, and I know we all remember those from back in the day.
1: Okay. And, you know, when
0: the internet was starting, you got, like, an animated GIF of, like, a little smiley face doing a dance or do, something. Do, do,
1: or, like, a cat falling off a table Yeah, repeatedly. just repeatedly. It's, it's awesome. It's those pictures on the internet where they just repeat themselves over well, and over.
0: Well, I recently found an animated GIF for Benedict Cumberbatch taking off his scarf in uh, the BBC series... Sherlock Holmes.
1: Okay. Actually, I did actually know who you are talking about, but I was going to faint ignorance for the people that are like, that's a weird name. The most British of names. (laughs) It is high Probably even more British
0: than Engelbert Humperdinck. Maybe. Because that one's just weird. That one's... I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, that sounds like a British name. Not just a crazy person. Anyways, yes, there's the animated gif of him taking off his scarf, like, vigorously, and... And it is kind of cool, but I found it posted on many uh, ladies' websites, yeah. Twitter feed, Facebook. I understand. And if you really want to see it for yourself, just Google, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch scarf, gif, or
1: something like that. It's or, pretty easy to find. I was going to say, we could just put it on the Facebook page. Uh, that's true.
0: I, I'll Hopefully, I'll remember to put it when I upload the little link. Yeah. So, well, if, if
1: you see it on the page, cool, if you don't get on that Google. Mm-hmm.
0: This is just apparently just me... Going through a list of things. I
1: But that's... I meant it to be more natural. It's okay, guys. I mean, we have... Some people like to know that we have a topic instead of we just ramble <laughs> about things. They're like, really? Yeah. Do you have, like, any sort and purpose? Yeah, we do. There's things we want to tell you.
0: Never. Never.
1: Okay. One more... Something sort
0: of related to Sherlock. Okay. The uh, CBS, the... Something broadcasting something... Central. Central Broadcasting uh, Service? Sure. They are creating a ser- a series about uh, Sherlock Holmes in the modern day called okay. Elementary.
1: Okay. And now, first of all... As in Elementary, dear Watson? Yeah, this Not sounds... Not like Sherlock yeah. Holmes in, in elementary, elementary school. school. <laughs> this will be on your permanent record, Holmes. <laughs> of course, I knew it was in my permanent record as I heard it.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be cool. I would enjoy that. Actually, yeah, why won't someone make that? That's way better than doing the exact same thing well, that the Oh, If BBC somebody wants to doing. see something
1: like that, like the CSI crime shows only done in elementary school. No, I'm talking about watch Fillmore.
0: That's cool, but right. why would why would you make I mean, I don't know, you hopefully if you're listening yeah. to this podcast, you've seen the BBC series Sherlock. If not. Which is you should check a it out. modern like interpretation of the Sherlock and it's got Watson, played by Martin Freeman, cool guy. As we mentioned before, Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch playing Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. It's actually a really good series. Yeah, it's very. Also, true, the, the first
1: three episodes, as of right now, are mm-hmm. free on Netflix. So yep, yeah, they came over and uh, in the in the England
0: places, the season two actually aired, but it's not over in the U.S. yet. Right, right. So sorry, sorry, us sorry people. about that, but. No, it's really good, and why is CBS doing this? And also, it turns out, this is where it gets juicy, Adam. Okay. CBS actually approached BBC to see if they could, you know, have the rights or at least the permission to do this because, you know, they're doing the same thing, so I wanted to check it out. And then BBC said, uh, no, we kind of got a thing going here and we want to keep the rights, so no. And they're like, oh, six months later, there's a pilot for a show called Elementary on CBS. Hmm. So yeah, scandalous. This seems and also the people at BBC, like the writers and producers, kind of angry.
1: Yeah, I can understand that, and it's weird because a lot. It seems like a lot of stations right now are doing the double up shows, like there's Grimm and Once Upon a Time. And that's that's NBC and ABC. Fairy tale. They're both fairy tale based story. It was like. Modern day fairy tale. Yeah,
0: because Grimm is already like your dark
1: fairy tales.
0: Like, right. this is the true story. Well, you
1: true know. story of werewolves, and then this is like, well, this is a modern and once day. Once Upon a kind. Time
0: is at least a more adult right. fairy tale, obviously.
1: Right. And there's, and not in a bad way, necessarily. Yeah, and so, adult in a sense yeah. that,
0: well, because, I mean, some people always consider adults like, oh, there's like graphic images and Right. But no, so this is subjects. more adult as in like, it's, it's still cheesy. No, it's for but people it's... who are grown up, you know, not happy endings. You know, things where people actually have to make adult decisions. Things right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then although in a fairy tale world do you have mm, to make adult decisions? Mm, <laughs> no.
1: You have to pretend to struggle with them, but then you get oh, to pick the childish no. answer. Where am I going to send these dwarves? They're so senile now. Mm. I have to send them to the home, all twelve of them. Yeah, but it turns out that there was a magical spell and now they're all happy again. And young. But um <laughs> that I mean, but that's not even like the worst the weird one. Since those two shows seem to be really popular right now, and the whole vampire, werewolf, the whole, mm-hmm. n- the whole, it's side kind of had a resurgence in the last like five yeah. years. No, and so much so that two different, and I don't remember which station or channels they are, their two stations are picking up Beauty and the Beast shows, like yeah. that specific. Oh, that's sad. It's either that or, no, that's, that was it. Because there's two Snow White movies coming out this year. Yeah.
0: Although, honestly, I think I'm... I mean, granted, I haven't really seen the one with um, Julia... Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. I haven't, I've only the, seen... I don't one even one remember thing. the name of
1: it. I think it's called Mirror Mirror. Something like that. I could care less about that one. I kind of... I
0: have seen previews, however, for The Huntsman. Which, let's be honest... With Snow White We're watching Huntsman?
1: it for... Yeah, I think so. Okay. And let's be honest, we're watching it for The Huntsman. It's Thor with axes. Yeah. That's pretty much it's, all uh, it is. It's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And the girl from twilight eh, i mean she's not really that which, bad no she's not it's just I she just has twilight
0: she has like you know an umbrella of that twilight mm-hmm. you yeah. know set of movies behind her so and it's got or uh, i almost said uma thurman uma thurman no it's got charlie's theron yes it does which is that how you say her name i assume it's that's either theron or theron that's how people well, most people think say charlie's or Charlize theron but whenever you hear like People who are professionals. I don't know. You know, the people that you were like, oh, you hear the names say it differently, and they say, like, Charlize mm-hmm. Theron.
1: She was on Top Chef the other night, but I don't remember. Charlize how Theron. Think. Yeah, and it was interesting because then they had to make, like, nasty looking dishes because, you know, she's an evil queen witch. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought it was going to be for that movie, Young Adult, yeah. which has Patton Oswald, yes. which I
0: heard was actually a really good movie about, like, you know.
1: Growing up and making adult decisions.
0: <laughs> well, kind of, yeah. It's about. How this woman... Taking the dwarves Char- to the home. Charlize... I can't even say her name. Charlie's How do you... C.T. Yeah, C.T. She's, like, a writer. She's a successful, like, young adult writer. Okay. And she, or you know, she writes books for the young adult section. She comes back to her high school for, like, a reunion. And, you know, is you know, it's like, what did she learn? How did she compare to the people? All these people are, you know, small town people. She's, like, a big... A big boss type person, and she hasn't grown up at all, so she's just kind of a jerk through the whole thing. And it's like, how you know these people react to her coming back, how hmm. they've grown up, how they haven't grown up, and it's kind of a depressing ish movie. But apparently, as you know, depressing
1: as Black Swan,
0: mm, well, I would say that it's just depressing and not creepy.
1: Okay, you know, so
0: not like Black Swan at all. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so. I'll watch it then. It seems like it's actually a good movie, and it's got Patton Oswalt, who's a really funny comedian. He's a funny guy. Yeah, if you and ever he was saw King
1: of Queens. He was on that.
0: <laughs> Although he would say that that's probably not the best thing for him, just because his comedy isn't necessarily like if he, if you only watched King of Queens and then went to his show, you'd be like, Ehh. I mean, hopefully you just think it's funny because I've seen King of Queens. I think it's kind of funny, mm-hmm. and I like Patton Oswalt's comedy a lot because he's kind of like a nerd, a oh, nerd a... at heart. Yeah, and he also played Ratatouille.
1: Oh yeah, that. he has a very
0: unique voice. So I he mean, does. like it kind of lends itself well to these voiceless acting. He's got a things. face
1: for animation. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. But.
0: Yeah, but
1: wait, CBS hey, Elementary. We we're at we were yeah. at Sherlock Holmes. So anyway, there's a lot of people that are shamelessly just taking something and going with it. Yeah, and it's really two weird. Snow White movies, two fairy tale shows, two Beauty and the Beast shows coming out, and they know each other is coming out. Like everybody's yeah, been it, advertising them together
0: seems odd I mean because at least for the like for instance you may say oh they already did The Office and Big Brother and yeah. all these other shows that came from you know but and again yeah it's sort of like well come up with your own ideas but at least for
1: those shows the European shows were on for a long time and they stayed in Europe for the most part yeah like it was only extreme nerds that kind yeah, of and The it Office and brought it over. Pe-
0: most people were like oh yeah it was a thing it's only six episodes. It's it's six episodes and it was written, you know, it was like ten years ago almost. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Actually, I think that also has Martin Freeman in it. Yes, it did. Actually, he playing playing he the was Jim character. The gym character. But um yeah, so, I mean it's like a really short and it was done and and I believe the actual producers of that show helped produce mm-hmm. the American one. Well, so uh, yeah,
1: Ricky Gervais's yeah, and, is plugged um plugged on it. Steven Merchant, something like that. Yes, and Ricky Gervais is also the boss in the British version.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like in that case, it was like not only were they working like with each other, but even if they weren't, it was it was done, in, in Europe, and and then they used in that, the same style and everything. And they also did it differently. I mean, like granted, it was the same sort of mockumentary style, right? But they took it and ran with it a different direction, and that was cool and it was interesting. And I don't even like The Office that much. Yeah. I just don't like the awkwardness of that show. You know, some people just really like... And that's kind of a thing that's become more popular over the years. It's kind of awkward humor like, oh, you feel so, like, uncomfortable watching these people make fools of themselves. And some people get a kick out of that. I don't. I feel uncomfortable and switch the channel. But so, even though I don't like it, I understand that The Office was a good show and it deserved what it got. And it didn't steal anything, really. Yeah. In the sense that... These people are coming out with these shows like you know, a year after these other shows come out, or even at the same time. It's just kind of weird, and then he makes us all sad and go,
2: Ah, Hollywood, lay sigh. Oh,
0: I'm down on my knees. I'm begging you please to come home. Come on.
1: I watched a movie. (laughs) I watched a movie called High Noon. It's probably better than Black Swan, which if anyone can tell is the movie I saw recently.
0: (laughs) We're just going to skip over that. It's a black and white movie. It's an old and famous Western for being great. And I think it's got Gary Cooper in it Mm -hmm. and uh, Grace Kelly.
1: Grace Kelly? A very young Grace Grace Kelly. Kelly. Yes. Grace Kelly?
0: Like from that Mika song. Okay. Or or from that Mad TV sketch. And from that woman who married that prince from like some African country
1: okay no idea what she's you're a princess okay. anyway
0: well she's she was. A, she's a delight and a princess anyways no she's actually really young and I was like because she does not look like really young you, you know she's not be like young and be a she's delight. she's like a little kid Maybe but yeah really you're like oh she actually does this looks like it was, I think it was one of her first films okay she was actually 23 when she made high noon mm. which is as old as I am yeah. I find that kind of weird I'm actually reaching that age now you know where you actually start to see people younger than you and at least as celebrities and you kinda of makes you feel weird. I don't really feel that weird right now because everyone's I'm getting to the age where everyone's the same age as I am mm-hmm. and it just makes me depressed and feel like I haven't accomplished anything in my life.
1: But you've, you've Which you. I shouldn't
0: you shouldn't really, because I mean, they're just making movies. It's not like they're helping the world
1: through at, their art.
0: At the hu- at the height of their accomplishment, they're they're, you know, creating art that makes people feel good. And well,
1: maybe they're donating a lot of money to maybe, the
0: causes. Maybe.
1: Maybe. <laughs> I was, hey, I was just playing I'm just, that I'm just saying. No, so, yeah, I'm reaching the person. age now where it's like,
0: oh, yeah, now these people are actually my age, and that's kind of cool. But in, like, five years, maybe seven years, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little depressing. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, I'm, like, like 30 now, and all these people are like in high school and it's creepy. It's like, I feel weird anyways, but no, it was actually a good, <laughs> I'm sorry. He took us down this awkward place for like three seconds. I'm backing this out. We're going a different direction,
1: literally back in the saddle and it's high noon. <laughs> yep. Um, it's actually a really, it is actually a really
0: good movie. and I think uh, Gary hi. Cooper actually won an Oscar for like best performance okay. or best actor. Okay. So it's also one of those critically acclaimed Westerns because a lot of Westerns don't get really get credit. No. Especially if they're like Spaghetti Westerns, which Mm. means they're like made, you know, in Italy. produced in another country.
1: Yeah. But, um,
0: and of course this isn't true because a lot of Spaghetti Westerns are actually really good movies. Very true. But, um, High Noon, actually a good movie. It's about Gary Cooper. He's a retiring marshal. He just married Grace Kelly. They're going to move out into the wilderness and, you know, open up a shop or something. Oh, and she's a Quaker, so she doesn't like to fight. Okay. And she likes to eat oats. Okay. Um, so, of course, he's about to retire, but then all of a sudden they get news on the telegraph that his uh arch nemesis, the guy he last put in, a crazy guy, he's coming back to town because he got pardoned. Mm. And he decides that he's got to stay and defend the town because he doesn't know what this guy's gonna do. So he goes around trying to, and of course, his wife doesn't like him. She's like, Uh, if you loved me, you wouldn't stay. We could go out together and live forever alone. And he's like, you don't understand. They're going to come and try to kill us, and we'll be alone in the wilderness. We won't be able to defend ourselves. We've got to make a stand here. And she's like, oh, fine. Then I'm getting on that train. Hmm. Women. Yep. I'm just and, kidding. And, and well, like, she has a point, though, but really this is not the point in his life that he needs to be abandoned yeah. by the only person yeah. who loves him. And throughout the whole movie, he keeps going to these different people. He's like, I need you guys. I need to round up a posse. You know, we're going to go root this guy out because he's got like three, four other people who are going to help him. Uh, the bad guy has four other people. And uh, just throughout the whole town, he's like coming people who are like, I don't want to do this, man. This just dangerous. He goes to the whole town, the whole, like the whole middle chunk of the movie, like 45 minutes. is him like wandering around asking people to help him getting turned down at, all every single time. Wow. Even – and he goes to his deputy and he's like, um, I'm only going to help out if you make me sheriff before this new sheriff gets here. Because that's the timeline thing is that right. the new sheriff isn't going to get there till the next day. Um, so we can't just leave this town. And the deputy's like, well, you make me marshal and you tell that guy that the job's already filled and I'll help you out. He's like, I'm not going to do that. It's a power – you know, that's a power grab. So he's like, fine, I'm not going to help you. And he just goes into the bar and, like, drinks. Hmm, okay. And there's only one guy who will help him out. And at the end, he can't find anyone else, and he's like, just go home. And the guy's like, yeah, I didn't sign up to be just you and me getting gunned down in the middle of the street. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's, they, essentially the theme of the movie is, everyone but Gary Cooper is a coward. Right. And it's like it's, it gets so ridiculous, especially at the end. You're like, "Oh man, this deputy, you know, he's finally gonna get some sense knocked into him, or something. I'm gonna save the day. They're gonna shoot everyone." And spoiler alert: now, 45 minutes in, he's got like he's down like half a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> You're like, "What? I can't? You're no help to him now." And then they duke it out in the barn,
1: mm, and shame. Gary
0: Cooper and the deputy both are like beat up. It's terrible. I mean, and in the end, of course, Gary Cooper just shoots all the guys and an awesome, like, gunfight, and, you know, it turns out he didn't need anyone else. Because he's Gary Cooper. He's Gary mm-hmm. Cooper. And then his wife finally comes back, and she's like, she I made from a being mistake alone because she talks to another woman, and she's like, why are you doing this? She, sh- she talks some sentences to the okay. Quaker wife. Those and women. at the end, Grace Kelly actually ends up shooting a guy. Mm. So that's kind of cool. Well, that's cool that she You're like, been. oh, you're kind of redeemed. Yeah. but you're still kind of a jerk for abandoning him in his point of you know his
1: absolute you abandoned your beliefs but that's that's good You yeah me. I know
0: <laughs> that's, so she kind of got uh, yeah.
2: yeah
0: it was a good movie though and also the whole point is that it's high noon and that's when the train's coming and the bad guy's going to be there right and it's actually I know this is getting really boring and not actually that funny for a conversation but it's actually kind of a cool movie in the sense that it's like the only movie where time is real real time Oh, okay. Or at least, I mean, like, I wasn't, like, stop watching it, but, or at least, like, the beginning of the movie is, like, 10 o'clock, and the end of the movie is high noon. Okay. okay. And it's about an hour and a half movie. I mean, like, it's really close. And each time, like, each scene is, like, So it's kind of,
1: like, 24.
0: Yeah, and it shows you, like, oh, 15 minutes. Okay. You know, five minutes to high noon. Beep. Beep. That's the worst part. It's like Beep. He's, like, 15 minutes to high noon. No one's going to help him. You just like you just started feeling like like no,
1: he's not gonna make it. There was no way. Yeah, but he did.
0: Okay. Yeah, that is great. And it was actually a really good movie. So, even if you don't like westerns, I actually suggest it.
2: Okay,
1: it's a pretty good movie. Is is the forty-five minutes of rejection worth? Yeah, it's it's a really it's an because that's not typically how a western works. Right. No, it's. It's usually there's a hardship, you know. Look a rugged stranger, you know. Look the rugged stranger has rugged stranger friends, <laughs> and then they have some success, but then they have a lot of failure, but then it's finally a success. Yep. This is not. And there's the plot usually of black white hats swan. and black hats. Yes, and not black swans. And fun stuff,
0: which is not black swan. All right, I have another movie to talk about, and yeah. I n- I feel like should I, I should even go to into it? Yeah. Okay. I watched re- rewatched the source code. Okay, and
1: I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. I haven't seen it. Jake Gyllenhaal, the dude of Prince of Persia. Yep. Okay. He, and, and Donnie not, Darko. Not any But other I suppose movies. the people listening to this have not seen Donnie Darko. Well, maybe somebody has. Yeah. And he's in the movie.
0: That's a that's a case of a movie where the director or there's this thing called the death of the narr or the death of the author. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of it. Basically, it's that once an author of a work makes something. And it's out there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what his opinion of that art is. Like he, if he's like, no, the point is that he died. He actually died in the end. Like ambiguous endings. Okay. And everyone, but the people interpreting it, they have a different idea. They're like, no, it's actually like this like weird thing where it's like represents his love for the nature. Not actually
1: on a real island. It's just some sort of purgatory. Yeah. They all okay. Well,
0: the death of the author says that it doesn't matter what the author's intent was, it's how the people receive it. Okay. And, of course, in some cases, that's total crap because clearly author says something, and it's what he means, and that's the point. But in some senses, there's also, like, this, you know, it's, like, it's an in-between, you know, because on the one hand, it also is important what the, you know, the audience thinks. Right. And if the audience can't even catch what you're doing, then obviously you're a bad author. But this that's actually a point. Donnie Darko, clearly the director, like, if you listen to the commentary, he has no idea... Like, it's pretty, the way the movie's set up, it's like, it makes perfect sense metaphorically. Okay. Like, he goes back in time, and that's just his thing, and, oh, it all makes sense, and it, like, has this great theme. But then the director, he's like, no, it was just, he just died, you know, it doesn't matter. And you're like, clearly, how does this director not even understand his own movie? Right. It's like, it doesn't even seem conceivable. So the point is that Source Code basically has an ambiguous ending, and it's not, like, as a spoilerly movie, okay. Because the whole point is that the set of the premise, which is Jake Gyllenhaal is in the source code, and it lets him go into this the source code, kind of like the Matrix. Okay. Recreate this world, and he can relive eight minutes. Okay. In a in another person's body, and in this one he's in he's only in one person's body. It's not like a jumping through different people, right? Like Quantum leap or anything. And he has to solve basically the mystery of how this train exploded, and hopefully learn how to tell the people how to stop the person. Because the source code like lets them look into the future. Okay. it's kind of, The point, it's more clear when you actually watch I the know, movie. But I, I would, I would so imagine it's, that it's a little clearer. So it's there. kind of like Minority Report, if you've ever
1: seen that, with the Tom Cruise okay. movie
0: where they have, little, they have future series. Devices that
1: let... Um, it's also like Person of Interest, which is on now, right? Because that's uh, where they... Yes. Okay, that's the new Lost-like show. It's basically they, they get a guy, and they have all these machines that let them predict we're going to be future criminals yeah that's and like the, the minority report yeah. so source
0: codes it's like, like that except for instead of just the people going oh, like Steve Mason 28 second straight uh, it's like he actually relives in like a you know, like a right. video game or something so he does that and each time it's like a kind of a repetitive thing like he, he's like solving it and he dies and he's solving it, and he dies because he only has 8 minutes but the end of the movie is you kind of learn that oh he's kind of been Dead the whole time.
1: I think I knew that actually. Yeah,
0: it's not. I mean, it's sort of a spoiler, but it's not. It's not like it changes everything. It just, it just cut in the narration of the story. You're kind of like, okay, okay. This actually makes things interesting now, as opposed to just like an action movie, right? Because the point is that he's like a down to air pilot, and you know, the point being that at the end of the movie. He's able to save himself, stay in the source code, save the girl. Okay. And then somehow it, like, unfreezes. Because it's like, it freezes and it's like, oh, it's over. He solved it. Everything's ending. They solved the bomb. But, you know, he, and he's done with his time. But then all of a sudden it unfreezes and he saves the girl and they go on with their lives. Hmm. But and the question is, well, wait, was the source code real then? Was it creating, like, a reality? Is this all fake, or is it like a reality? Like, is he actually dead, and he's okay, just or
1: like another yeah, an yeah alternate like, reality?
0: Or is this just some sort of dream, and he is dead and forget about it? But actually, the author of the screenplay and also the director both have the same idea, which is that yes, it actually creates new realities each time the source code goes on. Okay, which and yeah. each time he doesn't solve the mystery, it kills thousands of people. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. Which is really interesting, and actually, it's a really cool movie and. I think it's cool that a movie can end with a stuff like that, like right. a morally ambiguous ending where you're like, wait, is that right? And does that even like, does it exist? And does that count? Is that Should worthy? I be
1: happy that she ended up killing herself because yeah. she went crazy?
0: <laughs> well, and also like there's like the mad scientist kind of guy who yeah. created it. It's you could assume that he believes that once the source code stops existing, yeah. even though those people died it stops existing and it's as if they never existed mm-hmm. so it's okay for him so but okay then him. the more the more depressing one is that you know f- you know thousands upon thousands of people have died and they just have to live and also what happened to the guy whose body he took over hmm. it's another person it's a real person his consciousness is just gone did he just swap bodies with the it's other dead what? guy oh, he just now kill now him yeah, oh it's it's a cool movie and i think you should watch it and okay. it's by Duncan it jones who directed Moon? Oh, okay. Which I another saw. sci-fi movie. Yeah, which yes, Adam recently saw. Mm-hmm. It's a movie which is sort of in the spirit and sort of an homage pays homage to a Space Odyssey two thousand and one, which I haven't seen. It's a good movie. It's really boring, right? But right. it it's one of those movies where you're glad you've seen it, but you might never watch it again because mm. it it adds to the history of cinema, right? It's one of those movies, but um. So Kubrick is written by or er, okay. directed by Kubrick. And it's got the whole famous scene with the monkey smashing, or the ape, smashing with the bone into the ground. And it's got dun, 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 dun. dun. That one, dun, okay. dun, dun. Right. It's got a lot right. of famous, like, and, like, ballet music and slow-moving things in space. That's totally him. That's all him. Right, right. He made that up. But this movie is also, and it's mainly about a guy and a computer who's going crazy all alone in space.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Moon is similar. It's about a guy, a computer, all alone on the moon. Yeah. And it's cool. It's, like, quiet. It's got really cool camera there's, work. There's
1: a lot of cussage. But otherwise, it's pretty awesome. Though.
0: And it stars um, Guy.
1: <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Beetle Brox. I can only ever remember him from the- Sam Rockwell.
0: Yeah. Good who is actually pretty cool. And, yes, he did play um,
1: Beetle Brox, From Hitchhiker's Guide to the, the Galaxy. galaxy. Which also has what's his face that we were just talking about? Zoe Deshno. Moss Def. About it. Yeah, no. Martin, Martin
0: Freeman. Yep. Martin Freeman. But no, it's a good movie. And also he was in the most the most recent Iron Man movie. He played the bad guy. Yes, he did. But um he's a really good actor and this one kinda blew it out of the water. He was like, Oh, this guy can act.
1: Yep. And we was, won't tell you why he had such a difficult time, but it's interesting.
0: It's a really, yeah, it's a really good, solid sci-fi movie, which is why I watch sci-fi movies and yeah. love them. This is like the reason.
1: And yeah, the, the the premise of the movie is so odd that I don't know if I could have done it if I was an actor in his shoes. Anyway,
0: so he's actually a really cool director. That was his first film, right.
1: Moon. He Moon did like a short film. beforehand. Okay. And then he did Source Code, which is like a
0: bigger budget, but not really that big.
1: Yeah. It was just because it was just- I mean, a, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Huh? Well, I mean, like I think
0: it's like a $30 million budget or something. Oh, is that all? Yeah, well, wish I had a little budget as like compared that. To I, like, know, I know, I know. To like Batman, to... which has like a two hundred million dollars, or Inception, which has in a huge budget. Which was actually, I was just sorry for the tangents. Inception is cool because it's like the only time that an art, an art house like movie essentially gets a blockbuster budget. Yeah, because if you think about it, Inception by Christopher Nolan. It's actually, like, this weird, like, sci-fi movie, which is, like, really arty mm-hmm. and has a high concept. And whether you like it or not, it's really interesting to see that it's, like, an, it's, like, indie movie in a sense of, like, it's pretty, I mean, like, it's not a, a typical action movie. No. And it just, but he's, there are slogans. It's just Christopher Nolan doing whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And he's got so much pull in Hollywood because he made the Batman movies that he can do whatever he wants. And he gets a huge budget for this movie, and it's kind of cool. Right. Regardless of whether you like the movie, it's interesting to see a director who can just do whatever he wants.
1: Yeah. Mm. Anyways. That reminds me. Star Wars is coming out in 3D.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he can do... George (laughs) Lucas can do whatever he wants because he has a buttload of money. Yeah. He doesn't need a studio. In fact... I don't need anyone.
1: I'm making a ranch. In
0: fact, the movie Red Tails, uh, which recently came out in theaters, Mm -hmm. produced by him. Yeah. And... uh, I don't know if it was directed by him. I'm pretty sure it wasn't, but no, no yeah. one. It's been on the blacklist. Oh yeah. I think in Hollywood. I don't know if you know what that is. No. It's basically just a bunch of scripts that have been written that are good, but no one's made it into movies yet, and they keep circulating. Okay. It's not like an actual list. Okay. List. It's not like some official thing, but there are like a bunch of these circulating, and sometimes directors will pick them up, and do their own writing, and usually the problem is that they're usually they don't bring the original writers on because I mean they're old scripts. Right. Right. But. Red Tails apparently was on this blacklist, so it had been circulating in Hollywood, and no one wanted to make it for, like, a long time. And then George Lucas really liked it, and he couldn't get any studios to back him. So he's like, oh, wait, I have hundreds of millions of dollars. I'll just, mo- I'll just make this movie.
1: And then he's like, hmm, I'm going to miss that money. Maybe I should put all my Star Wars movies in 3D. Boom. Yeah. It was weird watching a Star Wars trailer on TV today. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Zach was really confused at first, too. Yeah, well, they
0: started showing something from the episode four, and then they started showing stuff from episode three, and I was like, wait,
1: what? What is going? And I was like, it's just for episode one. That's so weird that they're doing that. But Yeah. I, but it's like, hey, remember all these times, both yeah. you young and old people? We aren't going to show Jar Jar Binks on the screen at all. Yeah. I think they did that on purpose.
0: I don't plan on seeing it. Mm. For the normal nerd rage re- nerd rage reasons, which is ah George Lucas episode one was terrible. I Darth Maul was the only good part, and I hate everything else. Meh. But um, also because I saw episode one in theaters, mm-hmm. I have no desire. Let's I mean, delight. like I have the, like the reason I if, have that memory. If there's any reason to go see this Star Wars 3D movies, it's that you want to experience the big screen thing again because most of us. Yeah. who are our age, didn't ever get to see episode 4, 5, and 6 in theaters because that happened in the late 70s and Boom. early 80s. Yep. Well, mid, mid 80s. Give or take. The point, and so we never got to see that but we were we saw episodes 1, 2, and 3 in the movies so it was like I have no desire to see those in 3D. Yeah. And it's not like And it's not like they were filmed with the 3D in mind and yeah. also with 3D technology. Exactly. It's like, and even if it's George Lucas and he does a good job like Redoing like this 3D thing, it's like eh, I have no desire to see it. And also, I'm a nerd, so I hate George Lucas. Oh, see, I, I don't I, hate George. I, Lucas. I
1: I enjoy the fact that George Lucas it keeps putting out more Star Wars because it gives me excuses to be nerdy. <laughs> like, you I, couldn't find anything else to be yeah, nerdy about. No, I. So yeah, I'm 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 in that group where I'm like, yeah, Episode One was not the best movie, and there are things in there I did not enjoy. But I'm still like, yay three more Star Wars movies
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah but I know people who are like no the the, the, the prequels don't exist they're dead to
0: me yeah. George Lucas is dead to me he was replaced by the expanded by-
1: universe is all that matters and George Lucas keeps trying to ruin it yeah no I just the real George Lucas <laughs> has been
0: locked up and taken hostage
1: he was cloned
0: yeah something like
1: that something
0: but yeah so that was that was your movie moment with Zack and Adam on. And by moment, we mean three solid hours. No, that kidding. was actually really long. Ugh, let's end this segment. You get a free t-shirt.
2: Woo!